I'm Jessica. I'm Sonia. And I'm Marie. And we are Opinionated Lushes. Like our name says, we drink too much and have an opinion on everything. Once a week, we get together to drink and talk shit. We start our episodes off with a question and a drink word. We usually never stay on topic or wait for the drink word to start drinking. So go ahead, grab a drink, any kind of drink, and get ready to laugh with us and share our drunken opinions. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to another special episode of our Books and Booze series. So uh, if you don't remember, this is where we invite indie authors onto our uh, our podcast, our platform, to discuss uh, their current projects and new books and to do a, a small audio snippet of their books for us. And uh, we also get to drink. It's just another excuse to drink, guys. I don't know what to tell you. But here, I'm going to pass it to Dawn to uh, introduce this week's author. Hey, everyone. And I want to welcome Destiny Booth. And thank you for joining us on this episode of Books and Booze. Um, If you would like, please tell us about yourself. Um, Where are you from? What made you become an author? Uh, what's your drink of choice? We like that question. Uh, anything you want to tell us about yourself, we're nosy. We'd like to hear. Okay, I love it. Um, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I actually now split my time between Atlanta and the UK. Um, I married an Englishman, so I, I split my time. Um, <laughs> always wanted to be an author. I started writing at nine years old, and I don't think I ever stopped. Um, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, my yeah. first little, like, quote unquote book was just like the front and back of a sheet of paper and my handwriting's massive so there wasn't that much on the paper <laughs> and I remember carrying it around in this little red folder and giving it to anybody who would read it <laughs> that's amazing yeah so yeah. it's always been a, a dream of mine and two three well three years ago now I finally decided you know what it's time to do it <laughs> good that's for you good. yeah because like I always I always say this to all the authors on here Finishing a book is the hardest part because, like, I have a million ideas, but it's like to actually like put it to paper and finish it is always the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. I Jessica still is hounding me about it. Yeah, did you write today, Don? Don, did you write today? I'll be honest, I did not write today. I I was cleaning the house. (laughs) What? (laughs) I was cleaning the house. I had laundry. Okay, I have to prep because tomorrow I have to go see my son. So like, sounds like a bunch of excuses to me. Actually, you know, no one procrastinates like a writer who's supposed to be writing. (laughs) Exactly. See, I have someone in my corner now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you writers stick together, I guess. (laughs) All right, Dustin, you want to tell us about this book? This book, okay. Uh, It's. The title says it all. It's called The Trouble With You. It's been trouble from the beginning. <laughs> um, this is probably the seventh or eighth draft that I've done. I originally started it 
January, 2021, um, my hus- I lived with my husband, my in-laws, all of us came down with the plague, all five of us. We were <sighs> stuck in the house in quarantine. And I'm honestly surprised. Uh, I think it was a fever dream. That first draft was so bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been two years in the making now. It's, um, it's male, male, it's age gap. It's a whirlwind romance. It's spicy. It's funny. It's finally ready to, to be out <laughs> in the world. So amazing male male yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're so into this don i I like a little change up okay i mean like male female's cool and all but like male male gives a little extra you know sing i like it (laughs) it's why is it spicy (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 that extra hot sauce yeah Awesome. Awesome. Um, so our drink words today are hot tub water. And I forget the other two. I know you picked them. What were they? Hot tub fingertips. Water. Fingertips. And this is this is gonna be a fun one. Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Okay. Yeah. I, okay, I'll be honest. I was like, who is Tchaikovsky? So I Googled him and he's a Russian composer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I learned something because of these drink words. We got educated. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes, where those words appear. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is the um, nerve wracking part. You're fine. Drink. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> okay. So I'm jumping straight into the middle. This is um, chapter 10. I tried to pick something that didn't have too many spoilers, but was still kind of give a little bit of a tease. This is from Oliver's point of view. So okay. keep that in mind. Are All we ready? Right. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm got my glass. I'm ready. <laughs> We're go. excited. I've got we've <laughs> All right. Fucking one good time. Get it out of your system. Worst advice I'd ever given myself. And by advice, I mean the five second mental debate I had after I caught Tyler in that hallway. The feeling of his muscles under my fingertips made the decision for me. I thought it would just take once. I thought I just needed to get it out of my system and I'd be able to move on from whatever I was feeling. As it turned out, the exact opposite happened. I couldn't stop thinking about him. I'd had a taste, no pun intended, and I wanted so much more. It didn't help that I'd been interrupted by a page before I could put that mouth of his to work. I'd been close to the end of my shift when I caught up with him. And after answering the page that cut our activity short, I headed straight home. He was no doubt well into his pitch by then and would have been a bad idea to wait around. At least, that's what I told myself. But as I laid on the couch staring into space that night, I wanted to go after him. Tyler sent me a text after his workday ended asking to talk, and I had yet to answer it. I didn't know what there was to talk about. Scratch that. Yes, I did. I knew exactly what we needed to talk about, but I was avoiding it. I took a look around the room. Stephanie was at home, yet the boxes stacked high around the place made the empty house feel crowded. I'd been spending as much time as I could at work trying not to face the fact that I'd soon be living alone. I hadn't lived alone in, in a long time. Stephanie moved in almost immediately after Grayson moved out. I'd had about three days max of being quote unquote on my own. And even then I spent most of my time at work. I looked at the boxes, then back to my phone. I could only avoid one thing at a time. I folded, snatching my phone off the table. Tonight it would have to be the loneliness. Instead of answering the text, I tapped the call icon before I could talk myself out of it. My heart rate increased with every ring of the line. I was wondering if I'd hear from you. I was both excited and soothed by the sound of Tyler's voice. My body wasn't sure if it should relax or spring to attention. I heard bubbling in the background go quiet as he turned off the jets in the hot tub. How did the pitch go, I asked, dancing around what I really wanted to ask him. 
as far as I know, it went great. I have an evaluation on Monday to go over it. That's, that's good. The line went silent while I worked up the courage to say what I really wanted to. I wanted, no, needed to see him again. I was fighting against everything in my body telling me not to do it. Ollie, the single syllable had my heart thundering in my chest. That, that was why I needed to see Tyler again. The feeling was addictive. Every time I was left alone, my body ached to have him near me again. That was all it took to make me forget every reason I shouldn't have called him. I've, um, Tyler took a deep breath, water sloshed as he moved. I've got a bottle of red in the house to myself for the weekend. Come join me. I had to give it to Tyler. He had balls that I didn't possess. He went for whatever he wanted, no matter the consequence. I envied that about him. I closed my eyes and sighed. I, we forget work, Oliver. I think what we do in private is our business and our business alone. Completely ignoring the alarms in my head telling me that it was a bad idea, I said I'm on my way. Trouble. Every time Tyler Cochran got involved, I only wound up getting myself into more trouble. I shouldn't have leapt off the couch and sped out the door to make the drive to Chase's, but I did. I knew that it was a bad idea, but man, I had no idea how screwed I truly was. I thought I had Tyler wrapped around my finger, but deep down, it was the other way around. That simple phone conversation only solidified that. The man only had to say a few words and I'd do whatever he wanted. It was so much more than just sex. Only Tyler wasn't stupid, and he figured that out too. But that didn't stop my body from aching all over for Tyler's touch as I made the drive over. I was practically vibrating in my seat as I turned into the driveway and shut the car off. For once, I was grateful for the cool air as my body temperature shot up. Even from the driveway, I could hear the jets from the hot tub. My heart battered my rib cage. I shook as I took in a deep breath. My first steps were unsure, but as I neared the edge of the house and rounded the corner into the backyard, the tentative, uncertain steps turned into quick, eager ones. Leaves crunched under my feet, and the noises from the jets grew louder. I made myself slow down. I smiled when I saw exactly what I wanted. Tyler hadn't heard me coming. He rested on the side of the hot tub with his eyes closed and his head in his folded arms. His beautiful, rosy curls were tied into a bun behind his head. Beside him sat an open bottle of red wine and two glasses, one half full, the other untouched. I watched the muscles on his back crawl as he took slow, deep breaths, making his tattoos dance across his skin. Music played softly from a speaker somewhere. Tchaikovsky. I thought I was truly asleep, but it was only when I looked out and his fingers dancing across the edge of the tub that I realized he was awake, latching onto the music. The speed and precision at which his fingers moved was scary accurate. He hadn't missed a single note. His fingers slowed as the song came to an end, and I took the opportunity to step onto the concrete patio that housed the hot tub. Tchaikovsky, I questioned. Tyler flinched. His eyes snapped open. Huh? I stepped up to the edge of the tub, letting my fingers flirt with his, my free hand shoved into my pocket. Tchaikovsky, I repeated. I never would have thought you were a classical guy. Tyler lifted onto his knees, his strong arms holding him up on the edge of the tub. You know your composers? I do. My mom was a mu music teacher. You? My dad played violin for the Atlanta Symphony. Well, that explains one tattoo. Tyler's eyes trailed over my body. Can I take off your shirt? Silently, I nodded. Something had taken over me. Something I couldn't quite describe. I was completely entranced in the way Tyler moved. I complied, lifted my arms as he worked his fingertips underneath the hem of my long sleeve tee and pulled it over my head, letting it drop to the ground. His arms then moved to rest around my neck. His fingers twisted into the curls at my nape. Hot water dripped down my back and chest. Do you play? I whispered. I barely heard myself over the jets, but I didn't want to raise my voice any louder, possibly ruin the incredibly private, intimate moment we were, we were sharing. It was intense, but I was seeing a side of Tyler I'd never seen before, and I loved it. Hmm? Tyler's eyes studied every visible inch of my body. He, consent to, he seemed content to look without touching. His hands stayed exactly where they were.
It only made me crazier. You were playing along to the music really well. It was impressive. Have you ever played for real? Tyler shook his head, bringing one of his hands down to tangle with mine. No, always wanted to, though. I never had the time between school and clubs and sports. Football? Another shake, and he leaned in to nuzzle my neck, sending a shiver down my spine, and it had nothing to do with the cold. I was a competitive swimmer, he said softly. That's what it was. That's what get, That was what gave him the body that drove me insane. The broad shoulders, the toned abs and arms. I took a chance and stepped a little closer. How'd you get into that? I got my diagnosis as a teenager. The water helps with the pain, takes the pressure off my joints. He shrugged. Plus, it was a way for me to clear my head. It kept me out of trouble. Lupus. It was less of a question and more of a statement. I'd known for weeks. He nodded, those striking brown eyes meeting mine as he pulled his, hand, his head away from my neck. How'd you know? I smirked. My stomach flipped. I think my heart stopped beating altogether. Let's just say I've done my fair share of observing you. I may have been mistaken, and it could have been the heat of the water and the shock from the cold air, but I swear I saw Tyler blush. He released the curls he was playing with and trailed his wet, ha wet hands down my chest, stopping on my belt buckle. I watched the denim of my jeans darken as drops of water fell from his hands. Those eyes met mine again. May I? He asked in such a sweet voice, I'd have been an ass to say anything other than yes. So I nodded. Tyler's eyes stayed locked to mine as he delicately worked the leather free of the buckle. He leaned in a little closer, his fingers lingering on the on the button of my jeans. Yes, I said against his lips before I could even ask. Tyler hardly had to move to bring our mouths together. The way his lips pressed softly and timidly against mine was a complete 180 compared to before. When his tongue teased the seam of my mouth, he popped open the button on my jeans and slid my zipper down. The wind blew, making me shiver. Tyler let out a low, rumbling laugh and smiled against my lips. Will you get in the water with me? Let me pour you a drink and warm you up. Let me take care of this. I had to brace myself on the edge of the hot tub as Tyler lowered a hand down to palm me through the fabric of my briefs. I opened my eyes to meet his again. Everything in my head said no. Every sense of logic I had told me that it was a bad idea and I should walk away. But there was something about that night, something that changed everything. Those eyes had a hold on me. That man had a hold on me. I knew I was more than, more than screwed when I moved with him and lowered myself into the hot, bubbling water. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and I'm done. I couldn't oh. see Dawn that whole entire time, and I just now see you chugging your drink. <laughs> oh, I was like, Ooh, it's getting hot in here. It's on that top, that's for sure. Mm. Oh, that was good. I've never read my writing out loud before, so that's a that's a first. No, that was yeah. good. That was you, really you good. Know something? We've only done a few episodes so far recorded, and that's been a thing. Like a lot of the authors are like, I've never read this or like yeah. i you know it's weird reading this out loud kind of I should, like i should actually take my own advice because i'm an editor as well and a lot of the comments i get from clients is oh well, why did you do this i said just read it out loud and see how it sounds out loud but i never do that myself <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> until that's today that's until funny. today that's great Ugh, i love that i was holding in that burp and i was like no, <laughs> <laughs> she needs to finish reading and then i can burp <laughs> Yeah, you know, and nothing ruins a spicy mood like gas. <laughs> I like I this thing was full, okay, and it's 50-50. There was half vodka, half cranberry juice. <laughs> it's God, you guys. Oh, that's good. good. That's I'm fun. feeling good. Um, okay, you said you started writing like since you were like eight years old. Obviously, I'm assuming you didn't start with smut. No, uh, I didn't. No. What, uh, what, what kind of led you to this genre uh, specifically? I always, I, f I was, again, 2012, I was in college obsessed with Pinterest. And oh, yeah. I found this picture that said, if you don't see the book you want on the shelf, write it. And that was mm -hmm. when I really started. Of course, I fell into Harry Potter growing up. I fell into Twilight. I read all the all the, the like classics they're yeah classics i read all now. of that and i was now. like <laughs> i was like there's just something i was like these are good but we can do better and um i stumbled upon ella frank and brooke blaine they're um i think it's the press locked series and i was like that that is what i want to write that's what i want to do and i went from ella frank last year i discovered tal bauer he's incredible he's everything i aspire to be and i was like yeah this is this is where i want to be Nice. Cool. Nice. I, I'm always curious, like how an author chooses their genre, especially like this genre. Yeah, I wasn't. You know? I wasn't always that intense with it. I always say my books are getting worse. As I get better. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, getting like desensitized. You yeah, know? my first book, I was very timid because I was like, my family's going to read this. <laughs> 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 um, my grandma was actually one of the first ones to buy my book when i first published <laughs> i was like just don't talk to me about it don't talk to me um <laughs> but, we won't discuss this at thanksgiving there's no discussion yeah, of this yeah the more i wrote the less i cared good and i'm that's, like if they yeah. don't want to read it they don't have to read it if they don't like it they don't have to pick up the book that's i'm excited for like your like 20th book yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can say that this one this one is my third and it's the dirtiest so far <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so the big 20 is going to be very interesting yeah <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> um how long does it usually take you to write a book since you've written three has like it changed from the first book to the third book the yeah time? 
Yeah, it has. The first one I actually got the initial idea for when I was in high school. So almost 12 years ago now. Okay. And I wrote a short story and I just couldn't give it up. I couldn't put it down. Over the years, I kept going back and kept going back. I'm like, okay, now that I'm out of high school, I'm going to rewrite this without limitations. Like I don't have censors holding me back. I'm going (laughs) to rewrite it. And if I get to this many pages, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to publish. So that first book took about 10 years to complete. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, anything Um, after that was like golden. Yeah, my um my second I did during NaNoWriMo, my second time attempting it. It was my first quote unquote win. Um that I wrote that in about six weeks. Oh wow. wow. And then this one, the first draft I wrote in about three months, but start to finish has taken about two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With editing and yeah. other drafts. Yeah. yeah. That do makes you, sense. Do you plan your like stories before writing them, or do you just like write from like basic ideas you have and then just like edit it together afterwards it depends um my first one I was a pantser I was not there was no planning there whatsoever and the editing was even harder because of that so the second one I was like I need to have some I need to have some kind of plan here about halfway through the characters went off the rails and did their own thing anyway (laughs) (laughs) and with this one it was a lot of the same like I couldn't plan anything i just kind of had to let them do their thing so i'm a bit of half and half i love doing this series because like i'm not in like book talk and writing i read a lot like i read like a lot Mm. but like as so many varieties of genres and stuff and i don't really focus on like the writing aspect of it and the term pantser you're not the first author to use that and i'm like that's that's writing lingo like if you're a pantser you're just (laughs) writing you know (laughs) like and now i know that i'm like almost on the in i feel uh privileged to be here she's she's so excited now she's like yes (laughs) i'm part of the club (laughs) (laughs) what would you say is the hardest thing about being an author like what is the most challenging thing of it oh probably everybody reading it it's sort of like (laughs) putting your diary out on display for the world to see that's true yeah sometimes it can be be the most vulnerable part of yourself yeah yeah because you know especially like nowadays with like the internet and like everything being available and you can just like rate it online and say yeah "Yeah, that's that i can see how that'd be stressful i mean judged like bothers mm -hmm. me right like you put your heart and soul into this like work of art and then someone can just come around like i didn't really like it like just read it in like half an hour i'm like skimmed through Mm -hmm. it didn't really like it people don't even have to read it though like they they can just not like you in real life and then yeah. just rate you one star on Spotify, whoever you are that wanted to do yeah. that to us. I'm just saying. I got, I got a one star <laughs> and they said nothing. I'm like, if you're going to one star my book, at least tell me what you didn't like about it. Yeah. yeah. Fair. That's fair. I think that's a fair request. If you're going to yeah. hate on us, tell us why. Yeah. Yeah. Like give us some like um, constructive criticism. We're, we can handle it. Yeah. Clearly. What can we do different next time? It like, yeah. We might not even do it different. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you're one the guy. Like, <laughs> it's okay, dude. You don't have to like us. Yeah. I'm just curious. It's more just, like, curiosity. I just want to know, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> That's true, yeah. What made you choose to write an MM romance? Like, and what made you choose to write romance? Um, I've always been a romance reader. I mean, I've pretty much read 
this is pretty controversial because a lot of um, people don't consider him romance, but I love Nicholas Sparks. Love okay. all of his books. I've read almost every single one out there. Um, I don't know. There's There was just something about it. I appreciate fantasy writers. A lot of my close friends are fantasy writers. I could never do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. That world building. I could yeah, I was going to say, it's the world building that's usually the struggle. Yeah, I've got one fantasy romance sort of very very slowly coming along and the world building is the hardest part um i naturally just fell into romance um it was what i like to read the most it's what i like to write the most (laughs) and as far as mm i've never been able to write female characters i've never been able to write a likable female character it's really hard for me and my second book was my first time that i did that And the character was originally written as male. And I had a critique partner come back and say, what if this character was female? So I did it and it worked. And that was the first time in 20 years of writing that I've been (laughs) been able to do that. Do you think you'll try writing like more female characters in the future? Yeah, I'd like to. I would really like to uh, just to branch out because I don't want to fall sort of into the same old storylines over and over yeah True. fair well, um like uh male male isn't that big like there's a lot of male and female out there yeah but there's not that many male male there's even mm-hmm. a more sa- um saf- what's it called sapphic sapphic romances yeah. which is female female but there's not that many male males okay this is just an inside thing um i do music and my favorite thing was like you can use my songs as sounds on tiktok and I only have like like 16 videos under like one of my sounds, but one of them was someone marketing their gay romance book using my song. So I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> good. I was like, yeah, this is where it's at. So I just want to say thank you, guy that did that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look up your music now. <laughs> She's it like, was I'm the next. Best. Yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, like they're using it to market their TikTok or their TikTok. Like, oh my gosh, I'm like so close to being in the writing community. Yeah. I haven't even written a book. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting the lingo. I'm stealing my culture <laughs> from you writers. That's what I'm doing now. I'm slowly gonna wheel her into book talk. Slowly. I'm, I'm on gonna... horror book talk. That's true, because I keep sending you links to that because I know you like horror books. Yeah. But I'm gonna get you. Is is there another genre you like? Would you ever explore? Like I know you said fantasy romance. Is there like any other genres you think you might explore in your writing? I would actually love to write horror. Um, I love horror movies. I love horror books. I love all or even suspense thriller. Right? Yeah. My first one had a little bit of suspense in it, but it was still more of a romance than there was that suspense factor. Mm -hmm. I'd love to just. I'd love to write something scary. (laughs) <laughs> oh that'd be so good if you if, if you do i'm definitely there i love i love horror it's mm. one of my favorite fiction genres i think she loves horror movies like anything like yeah I love, i'm so. a big baby but i will be a big baby and i'm still watching the exorcist <laughs> <laughs> that's true like i i can't watch horror movies that much now but some of my favorite movies was like child's play mm. like Growing up, like I love Chucky. That I don't know why. I just love the Killing Doll. That was just my Saw thing. is one of my favorite franchises ever. Yeah, yeah. The first one was just yeah. It was art. It was just it was. straight up art. Like I had okay, so I had an every other weekend dad, right? 
So he didn't like censor ever. So like I started watching horror movies when I was two and I was like, I just was just like, oh, they're just dressing up and doing whatever. Like it didn't scare me until like I saw werewolves. And then I was terrified of werewolves for some reason. <laughs> Zombies, no problem. No problem. Got vampires, not an issue, you know, but werewolves could not stand them until I was older. I think until Ginger Snaps came out. When Ginger Snaps came out, it kind of humanized werewolves for me. Leprechaun was my thing. I, I couldn't stand <laughs> Leprechaun. <laughs> Actually, so love Chucky, loved the Scream franchise, mm. loved it. Um, the movie that got me was um, Strangers. The one where they're in the woods. Because that's realistic. Of, that's exactly it. I was like, you're never going to catch me going to a cottage after a wedding <laughs> alone and someone knocking on the door and answer the door just like what are you doing there's Especially so many more movies about being in a cabin that yeah. is like if i'm going to be in a cabin it's in a trailer park full of cabins <laughs> like no, that there's another there's one a community there strangers two right i think it's number two is in a trailer park Okay, I used to live in a trailer park. I did too. <laughs> like that's just <laughs> But like you think you're safe, but you're not. Okay? That's the point. Well, I mean, they make horror movies now about like true things that happened. No, yeah. I can watch two like, times. Like, like that's, no big deal. And then you like watch them and you're like, oh my god, this is a dramatization, but shit, that's like real. Yeah. <laughs> like I can watch two crime shows and be fine, but movies about true crime, yeah. I'm like mm -hmm. No, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> uh, but it's good. I mean, it's it, I don't like roller coasters. So, like, I get my adrenaline from horror movies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, where I draw it, you know. And, and video games. Horror video games, too. And horror yeah. books. Yeah. Just horror. Um, what would you, like, what advice would you give someone, like, an inspiring author, if you could, if you could sit someone down, what advice would you give to them? Just write the book. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's that easy and it's that hard. It's my hardest thing when I sat down, I was like, I'm writing a book. Everybody's like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever. You're, you're, you'll sit over there with your, your notepad and your paper. I think there was, in my high school, there was about six of us that we were writing a book and mm -hmm. people were like, they'll never do it. Yeah. Oh, so that, I remember people in my high school who yeah. were apparently writing books. They don't have any books out. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think the hardest part is like you have to find the program that you're going to use to like write your book on. Like if you're mm -hmm. going to use Microsoft Word or if you're going to use Google whatever, Google Docs or if you're going to use there's there's a bunch of programs now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where to start. Like I have one on uh, Microsoft um, 365, which is Microsoft Word. Yeah. And I have another one on Google Docs. And I don't know which one's better. And I'm like. I'm torn too. I I was so attached to Microsoft Word for so long. And it was literally just back in July, maybe, of last year that I downloaded Scrivener. And I was like, okay, this isn't terrible. And it's just been in the last few weeks that I've really fell in love with using it and learning it. And and now they have everything. It's cross device. So I've got my laptop. I've got my phone. You can write on a tablet. It. Oh, oh see, awesome. I didn't even think of that. Microsoft does that too. Oh, see. So I've, I've got all three. I've got Microsoft. I've got Google Docs. And I've got Scrivener like on all my devices. See, <laughs> I wouldn't smart. even think of that. 
And like I, I knew from, you could do Word. I think I knew you could do Word mm -hmm. on your phone too, because I think I have that on my phone. Um, but I didn't know that you could do other ones mm -hmm. like Google Docs. I could not figure that one out. Yeah, I mean, coming from we were all writing books in high school. I remember I had notebooks just full of random stuff. Yeah. And now yeah. to go from that to having these programs, it's it makes it easier. It does. And oh my right? gosh, technology yeah. in the past like even ten years has like is like crazy. The shit you can do. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. well, like there's so much like aspects too, right? Like there's editing and formatting. I'm like, I I can write, but like, am I gonna format it right? How do oh, I have yeah. to hire someone to format for me because I don't know what I'm doing? Okay, how about this? How about this? You just fucking write it first. <laughs> yeah, get the book done. And then we I, deal with the rest of it. I have know? so many like, critique partners that are like, what about my cover? And what do I do with this? I'm like, you need words on paper before you start thinking <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, yeah, you hear that, Don? <laughs> Someone who's published is saying what I'm saying, so it has merit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you just get so lost, right? Like, you just hear all this, like, advice. And, like, if you're on TikTok, right? <clears throat> And they, they're telling you all, like, authors give their, like, tips and stuff. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, I didn't think about that. What? Oh, I have to find, like, an illustrator for my covers now? Like, then the, your list just okay, grows. Okay, no, done, Before I done, 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 yes. done. Sonia yeah. will illustrate. I'll edit and format. <laughs> you just fucking write, write the book. <laughs> <laughs> Half of this series is just telling Don to write. Like I feel mm. like that's what this series Books and Booze is just to make Don realize I mean I need that too. So Yeah. Maybe our our series finale will be Don releasing her book. So we'll just have to keep bringing on in other authors and stuff. Just keep promoting until Don finishes her book. It's going to last forever. And get every author to yell at me and be like have you wrote today? Yeah. Finish the fucking book, woman. <laughs> we'll get that on a t-shirt. Have yeah, you written should. today? Have you written today, Dawn? <laughs> I'm actually, um, I was lucky enough to get selected if you're on like author tube at all. Jenna Moresti is coming out with a self-help book. And it's called oh. Shut Up and Write the Damn Book. <laughs> and I was lucky enough to get an art copy and it's amazing so far. Like, I highly That's good. That's it. what I want for my birthday then. <laughs> if I haven't finished <laughs> my book. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep. I'll keep. I'll, yeah, we'll look for that because that would be perfect for you, Don. It would be. Would be. I'd say for Christmas, but if I don't have my book finished by like next year, you. Yeah, you've been working on it for a while. She wrote a book in a couple weeks, like six weeks, <laughs> and then another one in three months. Like I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, but her first one was ten years. All right, so you know what. <laughs> How long have you been working on your book, Don? Like almost. Well, the first one was almost a year, but I gave up and I started a new story. And like that's the trouble with shiny new idea syndrome. <laughs> Those plot right? bodies are running around like, all over the place. And this is why I said now. finishing is the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, like coming up with the idea, easy peasy. I have a million, but like finishing the idea and making it a cohesive mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Like I was laying in bed and I couldn't sleep. And just this thought just kept coming about this idea that I had. And I don't want to announce it just because in case someone tries to steal it. But <gasps> I, I've, I've been mentioned it to you about like yeah, a yeah, secret yeah. society. I Yeah. Yeah. I read your like first three pages. No, no, that was another one. That oh, was that another was another one. one. Oh, that was my first my one. My bad. <laughs> but like, so I had this idea and I'm like, 
I need to write this down. So, like, I wrote, like, um, keynotes of, like, the characters and, like, their different aspects. Yeah. And, yeah, like, and then I just started writing. I, I'm still not even done chapter one, but I'm at, like, 2,000 words in chapter one. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I need to cut this in half. I don't know. No, you just fucking write. Just write it. Just to finish it before you add just write it write it and then once it's done then you can be like okay this is too long i'm gonna cut but like don't worry about that now you have to finish it first (laughs) okay don't don't worry just finish okay yes mom yes mom hey if you want to write about that uh (laughs) wink (laughs) <laughs> mommy instead of daddy issues it's mommy issues you want to be okay, we, we know we have mommy issues we talk about a lot on this show that's just part of life apparently get a mommy kink <laughs> don't get me a mommy started. craze kink oh my god now you're talking my kind of smut <laughs> <laughs> uh do you have any more questions no, I, I I think I asked all my questions. Yeah, Do you have any questions. I I asked all mine. This is like awesome. We got a whole writing history, and uh, I think maybe this will be the kick in the ass you need, Don. <sighs> yes, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the drinking words. They were very well placed throughout that chapter. They were. I was it was like, amazing. <laughs> my glass, man, it was full. Well, That's the only thing I saw. I moved my Scrivener window over. It was you just your glass tipped up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it. Uh, okay, if you want to plug your socials, and I heard you have a giveaway or something. I do have a giveaway. Yeah, um, so my yeah, go ahead. Really easy. Um, um, it's Destiny Booth Writes everywhere. Um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And the giveaway, I'm actually trying to get my TikTok to 1,000 followers. Um, in April, I'll be sending out arcs of the trouble with you. And for the week, uh, yeah, let's do the week after the podcast goes live. Everyone that follows me on TikTok, um, uh, obviously 18 and up, um, I, I would love to do international, but unfortunately right now it's the U S only, but everyone, yeah. everyone in the U S 18 and up to follow me on TikTok and comment the drink word on the video that I posted today. So Saturday, the 21st will be entered to win. Um, I'm giving away two art packs of the trouble with you. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. This, so that, okay. This episode is going to be on February or wait. Yeah. February 9th. So released then it will be released February 9th. So so for the week, we'll even advertise on um, opinionate luscious TikTok or our Instagram and I'll post it on my personal one too. Um, to get the ball rolling. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. problem. No, it's all gonna get posted. So yeah. So this episode. So the week after February 9th, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be up for one week. It'll be open for one week after the podcast. So it's, uh, up until February 16th. Yeah. Yeah. From February 9th to February 16th. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! All right. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, good night, and thank you again for joining us on our uh, third episode of Books and Boobs. Thank you for having me. This was so, was so fun. fun. It was. Yeah. Yes. It was nice meeting you, Destiny. It was wonderful to meet you. I'm just saying, like, I've never read smut. Like, like you know, some horror books have, like, smut in it, mm-hmm. but it's never, like, the main story. So, like, this is all new to me. And I just have to say, like, 
being one of our first, like we've only done like a handful of authors so far. This is like such an eye-opening experience. I'm going to have to start reading. Welcome now. to the dark side. I know. <laughs> you guys are converting me. I'm going to start giving her books. I just slide and I'm yeah. like, you need to read this. You need to read this. Oh, I'm getting converted here. That's fine. Well, anyways, thanks for coming to this Books and Booze episode. And we'll see you next week. Good night, Bye. everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. There's a new episode of Opinionated Lushes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And unedited episodes Saturday on YouTube. Have a cocktail suggestion? A topic of interest? A good drinking word? Feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at opinionatedlushes at gmail.com. See you next week. Don't forget your drinks. And your opinions.